Well, I first was like, I'm going to get a gaming PC. I know I, I already talked myself out of this at some, at some point, but uh, I'm going to buy a gaming PC. And then I like spec'd it out and um, got all the parts together and it was in my cart and it was $2,000 and I was like, I can't spend two months rent. I just like two plus two plus months rent yeah. on a computer. It's just like like not right now at least. So I didn't do that. And then I was like, I know, I'll get uh an espresso machine. That will make me less sad. Mm. <laughs> and then I was like, uh well, hold on. What if? What if I got a console? So I started looking into PS4s, and I'm just like, okay, I can get a PlayStation. But then I have to get games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was like one of the benefits of a gaming PC is I have a bunch of games. So I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Um, but you know what I have games for via partners and freemium content a switch mm. so i tried to buy a switch they're sold out everywhere huh. still i was like yeah that's what i, I was like F- fucking they should be like we've been in pandemic mode for a while so you'd think that like They would have figured out what the demand is at this point. They are (laughs) literally Nintendo. So apparently Target gets like three or four every couple days. And then if you're not there at the beginning, at the beginning of the, like right when they open, they're sold out immediately. Mm. Um, And online with the closest, like the best I could do would, would be like getting it in a couple of weeks shipping it from the uk and i was like i don't want to do that Mm -hmm. so i took brett's (laughs) and i've been playing um breath of the wild and to say it is like everything i'm thinking about right now is Uh an understatement it's (laughs) like it's full-blown obsession territory can you get, like, don't they make special edition switches? Could you get one of those? I've been looking, I mean, probably. I'd rather not spend too much more than the baseline $300. You don't want to spend $800 on the Super Smash Bros. branded one? <laughs> you know, it's tempting, but... <laughs> Newegg has some for, like, yeah, that's still $500, is not it? <laughs> You could get the Hype Beast Fortnite Switch. <laughs> I'd consider it if it isn't too wildly expensive and could get here in a reasonable amount of time, mm-hmm. which was my problem with the UK one. Yeah. This item isn't eligible for same day delivery. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. And I don't want to switch light because I want the the dock for my TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. You could get an Amiibo storage case, though. 
So yeah, let's. Uh, this is the one on Amazon. Let's see. It would get here if I paid an extra forty dollars. <laughs> it would get here on the twenty second, which is t- ten days from now, and that's nine yeah. days from now, and that's fine. It's just Brett can handle being without a switch for ten days. Exactly. Exactly. What about if you get a custom color one on Etsy? Mm, let's see. Estimated arrival October 7th. That's not ideal either. No. It's just so, like, it's very nice. I can just run around and do the quests and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have not played any Zelda game. I think is an accurate statement. There's a whole there's a whole thing about the Zelda games from the uh like Zelda fandom. There's like from what I hear there's a lot of infighting about which game is the best game, about which game is the best game, uh, about whether something is good, about how to do the how like what's the right way to play the games and like for you and me who just want to like i just want to play breath of the wild without probably yeah probably without fully appreciating all the references Mm -hmm. but like it's still fun i don't need like (laughs) i don't need a giant backstory like i don't anyway i played two-thirds of twilight princess and like I get the gist. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's like a dozen different timelines, right? I think that's a Brian David Gilbert bit. Yeah, no, there's it's, like, it, there's three timelines and Breath of the Wild is in none of them. <laughs> was the, was the bit, you know, it, like it, it was, the thing is, it was, no matter what anyone tells you, it was always a, like, retrofit, the timelines. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they came out for uh, NES or whatever, and, like, they didn't have the full backstory worked out. <laughs> right. <laughs> when Link was, like, eight pixels wide. <laughs> Sonic's dad died in a, <laughs> in a toxic waste dump. Canonically. I I we bought I bought um Breath of the Wild as a way to like like lock myself into this decision like I'm $50 sunk cost now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like I'm not going to be thinking about uh maybe I should still go with the PS4 maybe I should you know do the espresso machine or whatever uh, or get a tattoo or like all the other things I was considering spending my money on in hopes that it would make me happy but I have decided on a Switch now because mm-hmm. I did spend the $50 to get the game. Can I but, pr- can I propose it another option? <laughs> of course. Because um, I've been doing a similar thing, but I have somebody else in the house. And so I don't even have to figure out what things I need to buy to make me happy. I can figure out what things I need to buy that would make Tiny happy. And then them ah, being happy can make me happy. Um, that's smart. Which is definitely not, like, the 
only the way that I'm thinking about it. I'm mostly thinking about it like, oh, this is cute. I want to buy a thing because I feel sad. And I know that my partner will appreciate it. It's not like all the the red red lines to make it work but if you go to uh jellycat.com they have very many soft comfort items Ooh, these are very cute oh the bunnies the bashful bunnies (laughs) why is the cream bunny so much more expensive than the beige bunny yeah i've been getting ads on instagram for um big blanket company i believe is Mm, me too actually it's just a big blanket and i want it really bad (laughs) it's huge (laughs) like what is it it's beyond king size is kind of the thing yeah no like the, the ad like at least in the ad it looks like the guy was covered, the entire couch was covered, and the coffee table was covered by this blanket. That's a $150 blanket. Yeah, I know. Um, Epic blanket forts. There's a weighted one. Giant weighted blanket. I, I also, I want to say this uh, for the record. Um, as soon as I get my Switch, I will be putting... Uh, a hundred, at least a hundred dollars. If we'll see, we'll see if there's any more, um, into the St. Jude's fund. <laughs> yeah. So Marco gets off my back. <laughs> I figure I'm probably gonna order the the watch when they come out with it. <laughs> what good's the watch without your iPhone, Zach? Right, but the iPhone's not out yet. I didn't actually see. Is there like a new watch? They're having an event on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought it wasn't, but. But it's going to make my life better in so many measurable ways. (laughs) You should try Breath of the Wild. That will make your life better in measurable ways as well. Mm. For example, um, getting to run around herding sheep when you are very aware that Ganon is about to destroy the world. <laughs> <laughs> and no consequences for that. You know, there's nothing timed. Like, there's a, there's a sense of urgency all the time. When Whenever someone's telling you about their quest, they're always like, this has to get done now, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. Oh, Zach. It's so good. I love it. It's high quality. I'm going to add it to my to-doist list of things that I'm going to buy eventually. Um, shopping. Unnecessary ad. <laughs> I had to deal with a professional JavaScript code base for the first time ever. Gross. On Thursday. And... I don't... I'm dangerously close to my boss learning the fact or somebody at my company learning that I have a podcast. So I don't want to <laughs> badmouth the company. What? What? Zach, <laughs> what does that mean? 
you are, are are you not in complete control over whether or not that information gets disclosed yes so just don't tell anyone <laughs> oh my god if you just look up Zach Sharp you don't even have the podcast in your on your website Shame. No. It's honestly even been a long time since I tweeted about it. Yeah, okay, I'm fine. The first thing that Google recommends when you look for Zach Sharp um, on images is, you know, they do those little chips that are like, hey, here's some other related things. Sort of stone. Wait. <laughs> sort of stone is is recommended if you search Zach Sharp? Yeah. Oh, no. Followed by Iraq, so like, I don't know. So anyway, there's a... There's too much JavaScript that's doing too many things, and I was like, ah, what if I do promises? And the answer is it makes it slightly better, but at what cost? I can't look at the types to make sure that I'm even returning promises in every possible branch of this function. (laughs) Because there's no types... Big ass spider. Oh my god. I'm gonna go kill the spider. Okay. Oh my god, you're so big. I don't want to touch you. It's the two tissue operation. (laughs) Get out of there. No. Come to a place where I can smush you. Hey, captured. That's a big spider. I can't hear you, but, um, yeah, I I don't know what to do now. Large. (laughs) That's a big boy. It's a big boy. This is a Um, shot glass, but, yeah, um... I'm going to just, like, throw him outside. Yeah. Please don't do anything gross while I try to save your life, okay? Not, not, I'm talking to the spider, obviously. (laughs) Gathered. (laughs) Okay, spider has been released into the wild. Uncontained. I had, that was, <sighs> spider, okay. I, I don't know what to think about, but like spiders don't scare me, like the thought of them. But like whenever I see a spider, I'm like, I do not want to touch that or let it anywhere near me. Okay, I vibe with that. Which is, like, unlike, let's say, like, flies. Like, flies are annoying, but they don't scare me. Mm-hmm. And it's also unlike snakes, which, like, the thought of makes me uncomfortable. Right, yeah. I was thinking about, like, wasps, too. Same kind of. Like, I don't want to touch a wasp, but I also don't want to think about a wasp. 
you don't want to think about a wasp. No. See, I think I'm fine thinking about wasps. The concept of wasp is not a scary one to me. Not good. Not a fan. <laughs> I've been unable to get to Willie Street to get uh, plants. Mm. Which is too bad. What's the plant place on Willie Street? It's, uh, I had their website open earlier. So Madison Greenhouse Store. Ah, that's Madison Greenhouse Store.com. It's not just called Willie Street, like no, officially. We're... No, it's Williamson, Williamson Street. <laughs> we shopped at Willie Street Co-op for the first 18 years of my life and I always just assumed that that meant it was on Willie Street. It it is. But it's not like legally What does a legal name have to do with it, Zach? <laughs> I was supposed to go back into work for the first time tomorrow. Right. And yesterday, this is like on Tuesday or something, we just had talked about it. And he was like, my boss said, hey, how about Mondays every week? We just have everybody in the office at once. The office, we have four people now working at the company and three office spaces with a door that you can close okay um which most of the time like there's also a, a little workspace that is also got the the fridge and the like snack sure yeah shelf and um and so normally that would be fine that's four spaces three with doors but now is a time when you want all of your spaces to have doors yeah definitely um and so I was like, I am nervous about this, but he just sent out a mask policy. And so like, it'll be okay. And if I think it's a problem, I can bring it up to him later. Um, and so yesterday he said, Hey, it turns out, uh, I just looked at all of the, the numbers for Wisconsin and they are very bad. So please do not come in tomorrow. <sighs> that feels good. Yeah. That, that's exactly the, that, that's good behavior. Yes. Tell your boss, thank you. I did. Just like, you have a plan? Plan doesn't fit the uh -huh. data well? Adjust. Yeah. So you guys, so are y'all doing like, you're going to rotate the, or are you just going to continue working from home? Probably continue working from home for the time being. Cool. I just saw my my hair out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, something furry is over there. That's not normal. <laughs> it was just my hair. Yeah. My mom is keeps threatening to um, bring her cat down here and leave him here. Because <laughs> she does not like the cat, and I, I don't... I don't blame her. She's mean to him. So he's mean back. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm I'm kind of tempted to just be like, 
give me the give me the cat. Just I'll be nice to the cat. I will take care of him. I will take care of the cat. Is that is that legal? Is that allowed? I have no idea. <laughs> um, I know I uh, I have my lease right here. I could just uh, do a quick command F through that. Uh, do you just have it like open in the background constantly? No, it's in my just in my documents folder. Okay. The way it's that you said it, document. it was like, oh, let me just choose which window. I, oh, yeah, the lease window. <laughs> no, the um, the window that has my documents folder open. <laughs> okay, we got Domino's yesterday because it was a it was a Domino's night. Mm-hmm. We were like, we were just sitting and we were both like, Domino's, Domino's. <laughs> I think so. The air says Domino's. <laughs> um, so that was a very good time. Did, I think they have a new kind of crust, which is the hand-pressed pan crust, Ooh. which comes in a black box. Okay, yeah, I have had that. As yeah. opposed to the standard, um, the standard pizza with the standard box. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was quite good. Good. Brett and I had Qdoba last night. Was it the same kind of, just like the air said Qdoba kind of? Yeah, no, it definitely was because it, uh, it was like five o'clock and I said, hey, are you, I was playing Zelda. They were playing uh, a game called Bannerlord on their PC mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, are you hungry? And they were like, yeah, are you feeling takeout? And I'm like, yeah, how about Qdoba? And they're like, that is amazing. <laughs> and that's, sometimes that's how meals are. Yeah. This can be meal. This can be meal. Although I had to download the app, the Qdoba app, mm-hmm. which is not a big deal. I don't mind putting mm-hmm. another app on my phone. I have plenty of storage. But it's frustrating because the Eat Street menu for Qdoba removed all the impossible meat options. Hmm. So if you want impossible meat, you have to either go to the store and say, make me a burrito with right. all the stuff. And I don't like doing that. I hate that process. I hate it. I Like, I hate the Qdoba, Subway, Chipotle, like, mm-hmm. here's all the ingredients in front of you. Just tell us what you want. And now it's even worse because, you know, they have the big plexiglass sheets that don't allow anyone to hear anything. Yeah. So I have to shout black beans please <laughs> and like if i if i'm just like cilantro and they put the lettuce in i can't just i like if i wanted to get their attention and be like wait no oh. i i would i would have to shout it would be and it would i, I don't right. like shouting right i i do really like the amount of variability that exists within the like subway Kadoba kind of thing but the fact that you can just do it with an app now is so much better mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's so much better <laughs> it's kind of the same thing with like if you want to get a, a triple shot fancy frappuccino thing yeah you can just be like here's all the buttons i want almond milk i want yeah right and you don't have to 
it's kind of embarrassing to say that to a person to say mm-hmm. all those things like i want it just 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 so right so that way i can stir in my own nutmeg without spilling any coffee at all because it not i mean it takes a long time for sure uh-huh. but like it wouldn't take it takes longer to say than it does to implement you know do you know what i mean like yeah you can add less coffee in less time than it takes me to communicate that i want less coffee mm-hmm. than normal mm-hmm. so i can put in my own, own nutmeg and also i just am always very worried that i'm gonna forget something when i'm doing that yes. then we'll be like oh wait no i wanted black beans not pinto beans or right like you're mm-hmm. all the way down the line and you're like wait a minute i wanted salsa but i forgot to say that at the salsa part right. of the way ordeal. too late you can't be like it's not salsa I mean, you- time anymore you, I mean, you can. You can be like, hey, you can just put some salsa in there. But then they have to unwrap the burrito. And... Yeah. Not good. And so you can just check the salsa box, and that's yeah. a much better experience. Exactly. I'm, I'm just going to get an iPhone the next time one comes out. <laughs> it will make a lot of things easier, and that's the whole reason. That's the entire reason is just that the wall garden works because I don't want to have to, I just want drafts. And if drafts was on Android, then maybe I would get a pixel, but it's not. So I'm not going to get another pixel. I think it's interesting because so the, the way this story is in my brain is Zach is moving away from the walled garden. Uh, Zach buys uh, a surface uh, mm-hmm. a pixel a uh and when microsoft lets him down in a big way <laughs> like you're forced to go back to the mac and like but you have but you're but you uh want to be able to write on it so you get an ipad and now your mac and your ipad work together but your phone doesn't and now you <laughs> now right. you're getting an iphone and an apple watch and um I'm just thinking, like, if the surface was better, maybe this would be a different story. <laughs> uh-huh. Because it is just like the whole ecosystem is better. And then the more that people who make good apps make good apps for the Apple world, <laughs> the more people who are like, I care about good apps go to the Apple world and stop thinking about making good things for windows. And so it's this like virtuous cycle, I suppose in, in Apple's favor. Mm -hmm. But it's, it sucks from the outside. Definitely. If Google really cared about the customer experience, they would allow you to run iOS apps. That's uh, that's the galaxy brain explanation. Uh-huh. It's not Apple making a walled garden. It's Google not being... Right. They already fought Oracle over Java. They can fight Apple over Swift. Yeah. Swift's open source, even. What, what so, do they have yeah. to lose? All they have to do is implement the APIs the same way that Apple does. Mm-hmm. And boom, 
Boom. You instantly port your... It's simple, really. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you don't even have to... You could, be la- you could be lazy about it. You could just... You don't even have to port it to nate to like natively run on the phone. You just have to make, you just have to draw the lines between the APIs. Mm hmm. Just say. Like a big old connect the dots game. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you, I just have to make some connective tissue, s- some middleware. Uh-huh. An iOS virtual machine to run on your Qualcomm chip. <laughs> It'll love that. You don't have to do a full like simulation. You can just like make the screen work the same way as an iPhone. Yeah. Give it 3D touch. <laughs> so I I feel like I'm in a I'm I, I know I'm in a huge minority on this. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to really miss Force Touch and 3D Touch. I got the uh, I got reportedly the last iPhone with Force Touch, 3D Touch, whatever. Yeah. One of them's on the Mac and one of them's on the iPhone. Yeah, and I don't use it on my Mac. That was stupid, but on the phone it actually makes a lot of sense. I don't want to tap and hold. I want to just push hard yeah. and have a thing do a thing. I I'm sad that I missed that era entirely. It, I don't know. People say it's not discoverable and I kind of agree, but mm-hmm. I don't, it's not what it's for. And I get like, it limits the screen and whatever, but like, it's legitimately super nice to, to look at, to do the, to do basically do the peak and pop the, like you push down midway and you see a preview. And if you want to see the whole thing, you press harder mm-hmm. or you can just tap it and like everything works the exact same way. There's not different functionality, just to know another way to use the phone and right. one that I prefer. Cause I don't want to have to tap, swipe back over, tap, swipe back over. If I'm just looking mm-hmm. for something. I was a really big fan of the 3D touch on the space bar to move the cursor. Yes. Yes. I use that all the time. Like and the the first time that I did that, I was like, oh, this makes more sense than any other way of interacting with the cursor on a mm-hmm. phone. I think you can do a tap and hold. Mm-hmm. It, they do haptic. Had the haptic touch is the 3D touch replacement, which is just tap and hold but with vibrations ah okay i wonder if i've got that turned off on my ipad no there is as far as i know there is no haptic touch on ipad because the haptic touch the haptic engine is two uh spinning wheels ah okay and one one y one x and uh by precisely stopping them stopping them in the right spot they can make the phone feel like it's vibrating from a certain corner holy shit it's very cool and that's how it works in force touch that's how it works in um haptic touch but Mm -hmm. the ipad is too big for it okay that makes sense it's the same with the macbook 
trackpad, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. That's what makes it feel like a like you're actually pushing on something when you when you tap it when you tap it. But it means that when you hit the very middle with the spotlight bar, it does a nice little buzz at you to tell you, hey, we're in the middle now. I didn't know it did that. If you open up spotlight spotlight. and like drag it around. Hmm. Cool. Which just, it feels good. Like you're actually physically moving a thing and it hits like a groove. Mm hmm. Which is totally high quality. If Google really cared about their users, they would make their UI feel like a groove. I all the like what's what's the word for sci-fi that is predicting the future? Futurism. Sure, sure, whatever. All the, all the, all the, t- the visual depictions of the technology is always very. Um, there's not an actual device here. You're just like tapping on glass or whatever, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But I've never seen it. Like, there's no like feedback when Tony Stark puts up his his holographic phone and starts like tapping in the air. Okay. What if you got a couple things? This is this is some like worrying bugs back catalog lore kind of thing. Okay. Two ideas. One, the cool magnets that um he talks about in Smarter Every Day. Okay. That create cool like magnets. micro magnetic fields. Basically that, that you could like print a picture in the positive and negative of a magnet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, you get to the point where you can do that like an e-ink display. Okay. Like turn, turn the electromagnetically. Okay. I think I'm following. And then everybody has to get magnets implanted in their fingertips. Mm, I want to do that anyway. It's perfect. And so when you, tap it feels like it's pushing back a little bit because it's pushing back against the magnet in your fingertip with the magnet in the display i like that a lot or you figure out how to project magnetic fields right you figure out what how to spin an x-axis magnet and a y-axis magnet and project that to the exact point where your finger is i was thinking because like i don't think if my phone was 10 nanometers thinner it would make my life any better agreed and so really what i'm waiting for now is for it to be shorter for it to be like a like a a stick like they show like in the all the futuristic whatever it's like a stick and then there's it projects up from Mm. the little stick yeah and that's the phone is the the like projection up above it just get like a... But until we get to that point, I don't really care about how skinny my phone is. Agreed. It need like Don't get me wrong, I love my phone, but like it's boring. It's not it's not interesting, it's not cool. Mhm. 
Like, it can recognize my face. whoop de doo Like, okay. So can everybody I know. It's, honestly, though, like, <laughs> that was the main selling feature, was that it looked cool and then it and that it had face ID or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm over it. It doesn't work with masks anyway. Right. And the fact that people are getting it to work with their mask is concerning. Yeah. I love this new table, but it doesn't have quite enough space to fit my cup on it. Mm. Um, So I've got to figure out a solution for that. Oh, my producer has come in with an excellent note. Hang cup from ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) You should. Yeah, you should totally uh, get like a. Do you have like a hook in your ceiling? Not in this room. But I probably could do a command hook. Okay. So command hook and then like a little shelf that hangs down. Mm-hmm. When you need, when you're podcasting, you just put the, put the hook, you hook it on there, put your coffee on it. Yeah. Yeah. Could I, what's the, how does force work with pulleys? Could I make there be less if I hung up if I hung a pulley from the command hook and then attached the shelf to the wall via the pulley? Attached would there be the less force on the hook? Attach the the shelf to the wall. Oh, like I see I go what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the pulley and then to the wall. That's a really good question. I don't know the answer. I'd imagine, like, my instinct said no would be the same, but I actually don't know. What about two pulleys? (laughs) Okay, I'm... I just googled pulley force diagram and clicked on the first image. Because it's a static system once it's all hooked up. Mm -hmm. And I think pulleys mostly help with, like, kinetics. That's... yeah... But it doesn't make sense for the entire weight of the shelf to be both on the hook and on the wall. Mm-hmm. So that makes me think that there's some amount of sharing that is going on. Or, because I'm thinking about this, because like if I need a shelf and everything, that's going to be a lot of weight to put on a command hook. But... Mm-hmm. W- what if I just got one command hook and tied it like via a string just to the handle of the cup? So the cup was just kind of dangling and I could pick it up, sip from it, and then set it back in the air. Does the cup have a lid? That could be arranged. <laughs> I'm just thinking that you're going to spill tea on your floor, Zach. Well, I I just have water during the podcast, so that's all I need to worry about is that I would just need to figure out how to tie it so that I can fill up most of the cup diagonally. (laughs) Okay, update. I know less about pulleys than I did when I started.
Zach. Hey, Liz. I have been catching up on my podcast. I did not come anywhere close to your Labor Day deadline for getting through my podcasts. Okay. Um, I am at currently at 516. So last time we checked in, I was at like, five, I was in like the upper 500s. Okay. So like I'm, making, I'm making progress. Okay, yeah. Uh, but it's slow going. And I'm into, I have it all chronological. So mm-hmm. I uh, just, I'm just now getting in. I I realized this was coming when at the end of Feb, at the end of the February podcasts when Sawbones did like a did an episode on coronavirus. Yeah, and they were like, eh, it's, "Get a flu shot, it's fine." <laughs> and like that was the, that was. I'm not saying that was bad advice or anything. I'm just saying like. Knowing what we know now, which they didn't, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, that might not be what you say. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the McElroys got got quarantined on a on on a cruise ship, and then I'm like, oh my god, this is actually going to affect people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I'm getting into like podcasts where people are like. We know it's a really hard time right now. People are starting to get locked down. Um, we're going to have a light episode this week because we know things are hard. And I'm like, oh, my God, please. Please stop. Please stop. Um, and it's... Because they haven't ex- even gotten to, like, June yet. No. Those no. people have not yet experienced June. Nope. And Oh, um, Jesus Christ. And you, yeah, that's that's part of it. Like, there's part of like, there's a hopefulness that you know is misplaced mm-hmm. because you're from the future, and there's a an amount of like, we're gonna have this episode be a light episode because like, this is a weekly or biweekly show that like, by the next episode, things will have normalized a little bit yeah and they just they it's hard because they don't know what's coming it's also hard because it forces you it forces me at least i don't know how it might affect other people but it forces me to relive the feelings that i was feeling during that time which admittedly were they weren't terribly extreme like i, I wasn't like having a complete breakdown about it mm-hmm. but i was certainly like scared and now i know that i had reason to be yeah and so anyway uh i titled this segment unexpected triggering upon trying to catch up on podcasts and that's what happened i just like was ex- I experienced an amount of emotions that I was not prepared for, and um, three out of ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm up to April on Mabimbam, which, like everything else, it was really weird. Um, actually, listening to Roderick on the line from February. Mm. 
and them just being like, yeah, we're going to go out and do our thing and whatever. I'm going to go on the, the ship and like, yeah. it'll probably be fine, whatever. And you're like, no, John, do not Don't do, do that. Don't do it. Do not be in a, in a crowd. Bad idea. We watched some video recently and I had an, like another one of those like, oh, that's a big crowd. Crowds are no. Crowds are no, please. Please no crowd. And so, like, it's that same feeling of like, don't, don't, don't do that, John. Don't you know how bad that is, John? <laughs> John. And but like, I, it, it's a different thing than like reliving it for me, just because it's the first time I'm hearing the audio. And so, I think it would be a different thing if I had heard it before. And could kind of remember like, ah, yeah, I remember in February I was thinking, oh, this is going to suck for three weeks and then it'll be over. Um, But because like that thought is not attached to the audio and like the the things that they're saying, it doesn't Mm -hmm. come up in the same way for me. Do you find that it makes... I I found that it made the pandemic feel more real. Like I've been extremely locked down for a long time now. So like I told you earlier that I went actually into a physical target and like that's not something that I do mm-hmm. with any amount of frequency. Like grocery stores are basically it. And, um, and because of that, I mean, I'm not worried like, oh, what if I, what if like my roommate who works at a, works as a cashier, like what if someone spits in their face? Like, am I, I am less at risk than I was at that point. Mm -hmm. And, and because of that, I was, I'm able to forget to some degree like how i have some privilege in that i'm able to forget right what is happening to other people with the the real risks and fears and um listening to because it especially because it was so novel back then Mm -hmm. listening to every podcast be about it is kind of like a wake-up call yeah it yeah it makes me think about how quickly this has just become like normal mm-hmm. i think a lot of people would disagree with you but like it feels normal to me mm-hmm. if you have to actually listen back to something happened in february it is very clear how abnormal it is yes even though yes, in the day-to-day exactly. i can be like all right well this is just how it is mm-hmm totally humans are gross just Mm -hmm. avoid them wear masks and then you listen to someone someone in february be like yeah we're all spitting in spitting in each other's mouths let's uh (laughs) and you're just like no 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 no. do not And it definitely, like, it's very clear that there's an added layer of tension on top of every interaction. 
like if a if a if a podcast you is usually not over Skype and is over Skype this time, like that it's really hard to forget that in either of the people's the host's mind Mm -hmm. and therefore the vibe is different and like for sure things are going things are getting normalized they're not going back to normal they are becoming normal right and yeah so that's neat yeah I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I think it's a safe thing. Right. And I think the ability to just like move through the day and be like, this is just normal now is, is probably good on the whole, although maybe bad for like the, you just don't acknowledge for yourself the added layer of fatigue for every single Mm -hmm. thing. But I do think it's a it's a plus in that if you had to look that fatigue in the face every day, I wouldn't be able to just keep moving. Yeah, totally. And like, but and in this way, like, it is important to acknowledge that it's still really hard for people. And like in the in the first world, in the in an extreme in the, today's episode of extreme first world problems, like I could like, there's nowhere to buy a switch near me. I just want a switch <laughs> and I can't get one. And, um, that's because of the pandemic. That's not, that's, that is a direct result of people trying to stay inside more. Mm-hmm. So like these little reminders, not being able to buy a switch, listening to podcasts that are not, in which things have not been normalized as much are interesting ways of keeping yourself aware. Yeah. I am currently just the way that my podcast queue is working. I'm currently in uh, March, 2019 for the worrying bugs. <laughs> it's very fun. Cause I get to listen back through and be like, Oh, that's why I started doing this weird thing that I do now. Um, <laughs> But anyway, Zach, when it's, um, what would that be? 20, a year and a half from 2022, now. probably Zach, 2022. Um, I hope normal looks better. It will. You looked doubtful. You looked doubtful. <laughs> I felt doubtful. Not to get in, into anything personal. This is, in fact, a uh, business-only podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think this one time we can make an exception to get do some to talk about something personal. Why do you feel doubtful? I'm not sure that I'm not. I don't believe that, or I'm not convinced that when it gets better, it's going to get better all around. That I think there are like four or five different problems going on right now. There's like the fascists and the virus and the police state, um, which is kind of the fascists, but a little bit not. Um, Fascists with a union. (laughs) 
And so, like, when the virus goes away, there will still be fascists, you know? Or the other way around. Or when the fascists go away, fascists go away, there will still be fascists with a union because the fascists don't go away because mm-hmm. you can vote as much as you want and they're, they, they're still around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know if two years from now, I think two years from now, some things will be better, but I'm not convinced that some things won't be even worse. That's my hot take. I don't think it's that hot. <laughs> I think it's entirely reasonable. I think and you I think you hit it on the head there. But I also as as much as I am not convinced that that will be the case, I also hope that it will be. Absolutely. All the fascists get the virus and everyone else doesn't like is that. <laughs> it's like um there's a, there's a, I don't know why. There, sometimes you read a book and there's a line and it's unimportant, but you like just kind of remember it sometimes. This is one of those lines for me in the first Hunger Games book. Uh, spoilers. Okay. <laughs> um, they're in the final four, um, Katniss and Vita, and there's like, there's like i think it's kato and some other guy and like as far as they can tell those two are going to fight each other and then whoever wins that is going to go hunt them down mm-hmm. and um somebody asks like what are the odds that they're going to kill each other simultaneously <laughs> Like okay, what, yeah. what are the odds that our problem what are the odds that both of our problems are going to take care of each other? Uh-huh. The odd, in the book yeah. it didn't it did not happen. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> um but uh spoilers for real life, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think all the fascists I don't think the fascists are gonna fascists are gonna that's go a away with slip the, every time, isn't it? What did I say? Fascists. Is that a Freudian slip? I don't know what's going on. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. I, I was just thinking like... Am I canceled? No, that's... A Freudian slip can just be like... It's a thing that you're you're thinking, but you're trying not to say, but then you say it because you're thinking it. Yeah. Is how I understand it, at least. Yeah. And so if you're thinking the fascists are shitty... Oh, fascist gotcha yeah yes okay that is exactly what i meant yeah um the odds that the fascists are going to go away with the virus is low and now a psa from the worrying bugs web objects is qualified against oracle 10g using the 10.1.0.2 jdbc drivers this has been a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. Hope everyone's doing okay. Sorry, this was a weird episode. We, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever re- reason, this two weeks has been a weird one. For me, at least. I don't know. It's been very rainy where I am, like, consistently. And yeah. so, this is the first time that I'm seeing sun in seven days. 
Jared, if you have a way to get rid of both the fascists and the virus in one fell swoop. Or, Jared, if this podcast is your therapist, you can reach out to me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm at...